it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, and we are live for the Oops, we are live for the first time in a while, long time no see. Happy to be back. Um, we are back in this thing. I hope you all are well. Um, I am excited to have today's guest. I know we've been supposed to have him for a while, but he is uh, taping a movie or filming a movie. I think it's the proper terminology there. Uh, he is filming a movie, and so we have to be flexible with schedules, and so I'm excited that he is going to join us very shortly. Where are you all joining us from? Hello, DMB in the building. Oh, we got New York in the building and we have Chris in the building. So we are going to invite him in. Wow, things have changed on Instagram since the last time I've been here. So how do we make this happen? Hello, Chris. What's up? How are you? Oh, I'm alive. I'm living. So excited to do this. We love to hear it. Okay, so welcome to the Amateur Expert Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, we are going to have a conversation with Christopher and talk to him about his career path, his ideas of success, and the tips and motivators that he has used along the way. So yeah. I know you are super busy. You literally just got off set. So introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you are doing currently for work. Wow, my name is Christopher Emanuel. I am a professional FedEx driver delivering yes. everybody's packages late. Um, and just a crazy action movie alongside um, my, my great mentor and brother, Tyrese Gibson, uh, Ray Liotta, and Scott Eastwood. It's been something crazy. It's currently 1 a.m., whopping 1 a.m. here. And um, I'm just so excited for this interview. Well, we love your dedication and also and thankful for you doing this with us. So you are not a professional, what did you say, FedEx, UPS driver. You are an actor, but I want now, I want to know, you're also a teacher and do other things, but I want to know when you were a um, young lad, when you were a young tenderoni, what did you want to be when you grew up? And what was the motivating factor behind that? You know, I've always known that I was going to be an entertainer. Um, I sing, I play instruments, I dance, I rap, I songwrite, I act. Um, and so from like four years old, three, four, five years old, singing was like my, my love, my heart. Mm -hmm. um, then skits and acting with my siblings and stage plays, it just became a part of everyday life, especially coming from a church background, just the mm -hmm. creative arts, just... It, it flowed so heavily, heavily throughout my um, adolescence. And so I think this is something that I've always known would, would happen. I love that. Okay. And so most times you have people, I, most times I have guests on the show. It's very rare that you have someone that knew from a very early age that they wanted to do. They sort of go through a lot of different things um, that are not always in um, society's um, vision of in alignment of what they would be doing, right? So maybe you did start off as a truck driver or think I want to be a truck driver and now you're this actor. Um, so since you knew that that was your passion and what you wanted to work towards, um, 
can you sort of just share with us um, what did you think you had to do to become a successful actor? Like, or what did you envision that success like as a child? So, uh, so my granddad, Stewart, George W. Stewart, he's a Grammy Award winning executive producer. Um, he always taught us about the industry, especially on the music side and how it was just nothing but hard work. And so I think my journey to this place, uh, I've always known that 10,000 hours of hard work would get you anywhere that you want to be. And so I never tried to take shortcuts. Like I've mm -hmm. always worked extremely hard. I've always um, wanted to outwork everyone in the room as well as just put my best foot forward while supporting everyone in the room because mm. even though you can try your best to outwork them all you can still show genuine love and compassion and help when you can um and so i always knew that it would take a community but also that hard work and that drive of whatever you want to do just put your mind to it and go make it happen faith without works is dead but Amen. you can't just have faith you have to have the works too so yeah I love that. Okay, so from stage plays and all those things as a child, how did you actually become this guy who is an actor and who's and on TV and is shooting films? Like, how did that happen? Can you sort of give us that journey? Ooh, um, you know, it was a lot of a lot of trial and error, like trying everything from extra work to crew jobs to crafty jobs to PAing to stand in, like just trying everything, just meeting people and seeing who's going to give me the opportunity. And then one, one day I just kind of realized that the opportunity is in the work. Mm. Um, and so I stopped trying to find shortcuts and I started training extra hard, started like really investing into my craft and going to classes and putting my heart in things that Otherwise, I wouldn't have given attention to mm -hmm. um, because everybody tries to tell you, yeah, the best way to get in is this way. You know, just become a PA, meet a couple directors and, you know, get a, get on as an extra and maybe a director will bump you up and give you a line. But realistically, get in acting classes, mm -hmm. hone your craft, like really put 10,000 hours of effort into becoming the best creative um, that you can be and the best actor that you can be. And guess what? Your gift will make room for you. And I think that's what everybody misses. So uh, yeah, that's that was my process. I love that. Okay, so um, how did you deal with um, rejection along the way? Because I know that in this entertainment industry, it is something that is prevalent. And I know you said your grandfather had prepped you but I mean I can tell you the stove is hot but once you feel it you're like oh boy not gonna do that again so how did you personally deal with um rejection look no preparation will will prepare you for what we go through in this industry but one thing that I can say is I don't deal with rejection realistically I, I don't deal with it um it happens okay and you got to move to the next thing. Like, even if you just give your, I deal with feelings. I, I don't deal with rejections. I like, I, I look at a, a situation and I say, you know what? I didn't get that. 
how does that make me feel? And I use my emotions and my feelings to motivate the next opportunity, right? Okay. Because a no in this business isn't never is not right now or not mm -hmm. at the moment. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, consistency is one thing that always drives results. Like the story of seven up, the, the guy created the soda. He, he tried seven times yeah. and he failed seven times. But, you know, he got up seven times and it hit. And so even though some things do hurt and some do hurt more than others, mm -hmm. I just don't think it's something that you have to deal with. Because at the end of the day, one thing that I've learned about this business, while actors sit and we wallow and say, oh, I I'm hearing no all the time. I'm hearing no all the time. Think about your agents. They have 200 actors, and if they send out a 1,000 auditions and no one books, they hear no more than you do. <laughs> so uh, it's, that's, it's that's perspective. Okay. Like, it's really perspective. And so when you realize that it could be worse, like you, could, you can submit 10,000 mm -hmm. auditions and, and never book one, then it kind of it, it helps you relax in a lot of ways. No, that is that is really good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and I think that that helps not just with um, people who are trying to be actors, um, but just in all industries, right? Like, uh, personally, I'm still trying to find my dream job out in LA. And you, I'm applying, 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 and you don't get it, right? And you're just like, dang, what are we about to do? But you just have to keep going, right? And it's like, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not It's not your role. It's not your position. It's not your whatever, but yours is coming. And so that was a great perspective to share. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so how do you define success for yourself um, today? Ooh, um, how do I find, define success for myself today? Well, I would say Five years ago, I would have attached success to, to, to what I am doing, mm -hmm. like the, the accolades and, you know, the roles or whatever. But how I define success today is happiness. Like, am I genuinely happy? I think it goes back to what you said. Like, you can apply, apply, apply for that dream job. And it can hurt you that you're not getting that dream job until you get it and you realize that it's not actually a dream. Like, it's not something it. yeah. that you actually want. Um, and it takes me back to a role that I, I was super hurt that I didn't get. And then I talked to the person who got it and they were like, bro, I hate that I ever took this role because wow. the environment on set, like how they, how the people make you feel this and that, all of these things hitting and it's something that they regret. And so sometimes your biggest blessing is that denial Amen. that, that someone's saying no, because they're making the decision for you. So you don't have to go through certain things in life that isn't meant for you. So. That is an another awesome perspective um, because, man, oh, man, God be blocking stuff for you. You'd be like, no, but I really, and I need it, and, but you don't understand, God, but literally. He be he blocking it. <laughs> on purpose. On purpose. Well, thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable um, with us in that sentiment. Um, what is something that you have learned 
um, or you're in the process, or you're still in the process of learning that you wish you would have learned sooner? How to be patient. Like, and when I say patient, I mean genuine patience. Like, just understanding that timing is key and timing mm-hmm. is perfect. And my timing isn't perfect, but God's is. Um, sometimes, one thing I say, I'll say is if you keep asking God for something, eventually he's going to give it to you, whether you're prepared or not. Mm-hmm. And when you're not prepared, you realize just how much of a blessing and a curse it could be because Amen. it's kind of like when I said everybody wants the success of acting without training for it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like getting in a room that you just kept pushing and kept pushing and kicking and kicking. And finally you kick the door open just to realize you were not prepared to be in that room and every opportunity that that could have come from that room if you had just been patient and prepared and made sure that you were ready to get in that room you you crumble every opportunity just because of your lack of patience that's so good and I feel like that's twofold right and so God will give you what you are asking for, even if you're not ready all the time. And when you do crumble it, it's a great lesson. It's a, well, I don't want to say great. It's a sucky lesson because it doesn't feel good. Um, And what is for you is still going to be for you. But I think Michael Todd said this. uh, I think it was Michael Todd, but you like, you delay what, what he's supposed to, what he's going to have for you. Right. So yes, you're going to have this amazing whatever God has for you but if you keep pushing or you're not prepared for when he's opening the small doors or windows you're gonna delay this big but I don't know thing that you've been dreaming for asking for so um that's so dope that's so dope um okay first the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of God and everything else will be added so you know, just be patient. Seek him first and let him add all of those things to your life. Because I promise they're going to come, but you can't make it happen. So just just relax. relax. You got to surrender. Surrender, surrender. Um, okay, so you have also recently, I think it's more recent, started doing um, acting classes. Uh, and so what made you um, decide to give back in that way? You know what? The pandemic um, so I started acting classes at the top of the pandemic last year. I think it was like March or April. Um, it was in April, the day after my birthday, actually. Um, and I started giving them out for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would do four classes a month for absolutely free um, because I knew what the pandemic started to do to people and their finances and people mm-hmm. were getting laid off and this and that and there were genuine creatives who just couldn't afford it mm-hmm. at the time um and you know sometimes god will put something on your heart to do and your ego will tell you no nah, i don't I, I, i'm not about to waste my time but it's not wasting your time because God always gives you something even in return mm-hmm. of you receiving nothing in, you know, a mm-hmm. physical sense. And so it's like whether it's something spiritual or whether it's something down the line, you never know. Um, and so I started those classes to really help my fellow thespians out. And I can say they've they've been amazing, like amazing. I love you too, brother. Yeah, they've been great. (laughs) 
I love that. Um, no, that's so sweet that that you decided to give back in that way. Um, a few people have hit me up about it, so I hope that they uh, that they tap in because, like you said, it's important to perfect your craft um, and to be to learn from. I think it's always important to learn from someone who is actually doing the job, right? Um, so there's there's a YouTube videos. There's all the things that you can do, but if I can have a one on one or a, a one on 30 even interaction with someone and hear from you and your heart i think that's so so important and we're getting comments in the chat that's saying that your class is helpful it's amazing so kudos to you kudos to you look i did not tell them to come in but these are people that's literally like they are working in their craft they come to class every week they're attentive they take notes it's it's crazy so yeah shout out to y'all Y'all are amazing. I love that. Um, okay, so we are nearing the end. Um, and I want to give you an opportunity to share anything that you have coming up or how you, we how we can support you. Uh, someone else in the comments said they loved you on Black Lightning. Um, so you're out here really doing big things. And so we're proud of you and excited for you and what you have to come. Um, but share, how can we support you or what, you, what are you working on? Wow. Uh, first, I want to say shout out to everybody who's on here. Um, Brittany, thank you for those amazing words. My brother Antonio. Um, so right now, again, I'm working on a crazy action film that comes out April of next year. Um, next to, I mean, legendary Ray Liotta, who, is, who was one of the leads of Goodfellas, the Goodfellas, and Tyrese, we all know him, um, and Scott Eastwood, the son of Clint Eastwood. Dylan Arnold, some some phenomenal people directed by Ariel Roman. Mm -hmm. um, and so I have that where I'm still filming now. And I have a couple other projects in the tuck that I cannot wait to, 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 to announce. Some that are, you know, my own, some that are my, my family. My mom is doing amazing as a, a filmmaker as well. And so we just have all of these things brewing. Um, I am proud to say that I am finally, 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 finally working on a music EP. People have been asking Yay. me for years and I am finally working on a music EP. And so I'm very happy to, to be sharing more info about that. I'm coming out with a hat line. Like I got all these things Love happening. That. Yes. And so um, just be, be very very patient with me. My production company is doing amazing with so many opportunities coming out of like left field. And I mean, I can't wait till y'all see some of this stuff. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. I have one more question for you. Um, actually, there's two. Um, how do you stay so humble in this, um, in this, in this industry, right? And so because you're doing major things right and so you could be you know cocky you can come through the building like you know who I am when I met you in Atlanta you were so humble so calm you came to do the work you did it you did a great job and um it just it was very nice to be a part you know to be in your presence in that way um you don't always get that interaction when you deal with celebrities and stars and things of that nature so how do you how do you keep your cool how do you stay so humble in this in this industry where you where you could be flexing on all of us 
Not first off, a star is something in the, the sky that God created. So I'm not a star. I, I am a human and that's what God designed me to be. And so um, one thing that I'll say is I think my childhood and the way that I was brought up has 99% to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone that didn't have the greatest upbringing in terms of like situational, mm-hmm. um, I have phenomenal parents who literally did everything. I literally watched my parents my whole life get everything to everyone else, picking up families off the street, literally bringing people into our home. I'm coming home from school and I'm like, who is this person (laughs) in the house? Um, And my my parents literally give it all. And sometimes it was like the most confusing thing. And I'm not going to lie, vulnerable moment. I used to literally question God, like, Mm. how can we be such a giving family always doing like seems like we're always doing the right thing but we're always losing everything and when I say losing everything I mean like losing everything like from being homeless to having no lights to my mom and my dad getting buckets of water from the gas station so we could like bathe and go to school Mm -hmm. smelling fresh like kerosene heater sandwiches like all types of things and so I I know what it's like to have nothing Mm -hmm. um and I know how quick you can lose everything. And so for me, it's not what I have, right? But it's what I've been blessed with because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yeah, I, I've done a lot of work to to get to this place. But at the same time, there are doors that I walked in that I'm like, I don't know where they came from. I don't know how I got in there. So I know that it wasn't by my own power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's not by my 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 power, but it's by God's spirit. You know, and so um, it's it's been a humbling experience. Like I don't I don't know what else to say. But then also people people keep me humble. Like I I every day I have reasons, and I see why I do this. Like mm-hmm. from John, um, and Geo and the comments and. It's so many people, my students, that, I mean, they keep me in the right mind frame. And I think sometimes you need that constant reminder of, like, you have not arrived. Mm -hmm. You're here as a result of God's grace and mercy and his unchanging hand. And it's our job to walk into doors and bring other people with us, but also inspire the people that are in there. Like all of us have a mission. And so um, my mission isn't to be the greatest actor alive. If God allows that, then cool. But my mission is to impact as many people, change communities, change environments. Um, And so I think that matters more to me than having 12 movies come out and flex my muscles or, you know, sitting down with A-list actors and just thinking that I've made it. Um, Because at the same time, there's enough of that. Like there's enough of that in the industry. Every day I log on Instagram, I see fellow creatives and it breaks my heart. So I see fellow creatives flexing about all the things that they do and have coming up, but I never see them offering or like, you know, even so much as trying to help other individuals. Um, And it's not something that has to be public, but it just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Like, 
even down to something as simple as praying for somebody or, you know, going to support them at an event. But I feel like everything is so clout-based now. If mm-hmm. people can't gain from it, they're not going to attach themselves to it. And I just think that's backwards. So honestly, I would rather do community theater and make impact than to be on a big box office film and people just look at me as an untouchable, untouchable being because I'm not that. That's dope. And that is why you're going to be blessed forever. That is why. That is why. I received that. that. I received that. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, and you can tell that you're very genuine and pure in what you're saying, right? It's, it's so sad. Yeah, it's, it's so true reading the comments. Um, but man, I want to thank you so much for your transparency. I want to thank you so much for dropping all of those gems. I want to thank you so much for sharing your time with us and for being about the people. Um, And so I am the amateur expert and I know a little bit about a lot. And I want to ask you, what is something that you can share with me that I can say, Chris taught me that. It could be an acting tip. It could be something about singing. It could be um, a Snapple fact that you read one time. Any Anything that I can just put in my pocket and be like, Oh man, yeah, because there was that one time I was talking to Chris and he said, right, so what? what is something that you can share with me? Okay, I'm going to give you a Snapple fact just because you said it. Okay, I'm joking because <laughs> I don't even drink Snapples, but I heard they're great. Um, so I have a quote that somehow it just dropped in my head in class probably like three weeks ago. And it's about acting. Okay. And it is, if you can't be the character's worst enemy, then you don't know them enough. And the reason that quote is so important is because what do they say about best friends? Like, best friends make great worst enemies because they know all your deep secrets, the secrets that your parents don't even know. They know, you know, the darkest moments in your past. And so... We want to get to the place where we can be either our character's greatest asset or our character's great, like, worst enemy, um, because then you truly know them, like, you know. And so that is a gem that I created. That's my quote. So don't go around, people. Y'all better not go around stealing that. Y'all better let them know. He said it. He said (laughs) it here first. Well, in his class, but he said it. So I said it. It's mine. Y'all give um, him this credit. So, so yeah, I think that's something that I'll leave. And take care of yourself. Mm. Take care of yourself. That's the biggest one in this industry in life. Take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Because life comes quick. And not meant for us to have it all figured out. It's it's really not meant for us to have the perfect life. Like we all want the fairy tale life. And I think we all have to get to a place of understanding that life has to have balance. The Bible says a false balance is an abomination. When he created good, he created evil. When he created light, he created darkness. When he created water, he created the desert. Like Life is about balance. And so do not get discouraged when you have 10 happy moments and then 10 bad moments happen right after. Because 
that's the world setting its balance. Now, what you should become great at is finding the positivity, even when it seems bad, even when it hurts, like just finding the little lessons and the blessings and the moments in those things that are not so good. Because in that, that's where you find true peace. And when you try and when you find true peace, then you have obtained happiness throughout all all phases of life. And so that's where I can leave. That is where we end because Mike drop. I think I need to pass the offering plant because you just spoke a mighty word to the people them. Good. <laughs> this has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you so much. Thank you for if you are, of course, if you are not already following him, please do yourself a favor and follow him on Instagram. Where else are you? How can they stay in touch? They can follow me on World Star Hip Hop. I post all my fight videos on there. If you want to see me act like a, a hoodlum, go to World Star, type Period. in Christopher Emanuel, Period. and we showing out. Um, but then you can follow me at my Bible study link if you want to see me be a good... <laughs> because what? It's all about balance. Balance. You got to have balance. Um, but no, seriously... Um, Christopher Emanuel across all platforms. Um, if you want to follow me, if you don't completely find, I'm sure we'll cross paths one day. Um, you know, I don't feel like a follow determines whether we can have a relationship or not. So if you want to hop in and hit me in a DM and ask to have Bible study, let's do it. Or if you want to hop in some acting classes, let's do it. Or if you just want somebody to talk to and you need to listen in here, Trust me, you got a lot of people to that that you know we're like therapy to each other. So come on through, catch the vibe, and let's love each other. Love that. Thank you so much. I hope that you have an amazing evening, and we will talk soon. Be good. And the you said be kind. I I laughed to myself because I've been saying to be good, be kind to yourself, and be kind to others. It's the simplest thing, but something that we don't that we don't uh, think about as often as we should so y'all be kind to yourselves and be kind to others and we will see you next week that part take care peace (laughs) love you guys